Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do another episode from the Spaceship series. And if you haven't listened to that before, all you really need to know is that the main character, you, has a magic spaceship that can change and do pretty much anything and go pretty much anywhere. Oh, and uh, you also have a shape-shifting dog named Changer. Once you know those things, you can listen to pretty much any episode without any worries at all. The next episode was suggested by a couple people over time, actually. Um, My son Oliver has suggested this idea, and recently Truman has suggested this idea as well. Now in both cases, the two suggested I do a story about a Pokemon planet. But I think there's some copyright uh, issues with just doing a full story about a Pokemon planet. So instead, I came up with a concept for a completely legally distinct planet called the Battle Monster Planet. So I hope this works for both of you. If you like the episode, don't forget to like it, rate it, review it, share it with a friend, or join my Patreon. Now get as comfy as you can in your beds, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself hanging out on spaceship. You're sitting down at the couch in the living room and you're playing a uh, Pokemon card game. What is this game? Spaceship asks. Oh, this is a Pokemon game. You basically collect a bunch of different Pokemon and then you battle them against your friends. I see. That sounds really neat. It does actually sound neat. Hey, spaceship, do you think somewhere out there there's a planet of Pokemon, you ask? It is possible. However, Pokemon is a fictional game. The chance of a planet being exactly like Pokemon is very slim. Well, I guess you're right, you say. That being said, I will send a whole bunch of space probes out to see if there are any similar planets. You watch out the view screen as little circular robot-like things shoot out in every single direction. Then each one of them jumps to super hyperdrive and begins to fly through space and scan it for nearby planets that look similar to what you're looking for. You continue flipping through all of your Pokemon cards when eventually Spaceship's voice shows up. One of my space probes has found something interesting, Spaceship says. It has discovered a planet where people trap little animal creatures and force them to battle each other. Really? Well, that does sound pretty neat. Set a course for that planet, you say. Spaceship suddenly veers downward and jumps to super hyperdrive once again. You watch as you pass through a colorful wormhole-like tunnel, moving left, right, up and down, until Spaceship flies out the other end. And in front of you is a huge Earth-like planet blue and green with white fluffy clouds floating all around it. You jump in the control seat of spaceship and you fly it down towards the planet, through the clouds and high above the trees below. As you look out the view screen, you can see all sorts of people moving from place to place. The world is filled with cool-looking towns connected by long paths. There aren't many cars or anything like that, but there does seem to be a pretty decent amount of technology. My information indicates that the people on this planet use a little device attached to their wrist. This device can somehow digitize the local animals and store them in a digital space inside the watch, Spaceship explains. Cool. And then what do they do with the animals? It seems each animal has specific characteristics and even things you might consider magical powers. 
the favorite sport on the planet seems to be battling the creatures against each other. Really? That seems kind of mean, doesn't it? I am not one to judge, Spaceship says. Well, uh, okay, can you make me one of those watches? Programming your watch with new capabilities, Spaceship says. Suddenly, a little wire shoots out of Spaceship's ceiling and connects with your watch. A light shines through the wire, and your watch begins to glow. It changes shape just a little bit, the screen on the watch getting bigger than it was before. I have now programmed your watch to be able to digitize and absorb life forms. Really? You ask. Like any life forms? Pretty much, Spaceship says. It should work on Earth animals as well as animals from this planet, Spaceship explains. Alright, uh, neat. What's next, you ask? We need to disguise you like the locals, Spaceship says. A little door in the side of Spaceship opens up, revealing a miniature closet full of different clothing. Clothing that you've never really seen before. It's strange colors with all sorts of strange shapes all over it. You pick one that looks like a color you'd kind of like, and you get dressed. When you're entirely ready with your new special watch and your new local clothing, Spaceship lands in a nearby clearing. The back hatch opens and you walk out. Well, are you going to come with me, Spaceship? You ask. Yes, I believe it is prudent to disguise myself as one of the battle monsters, Spaceship explains. Spaceship then begins to glow. It shrinks and it shrinks and it shrinks until it's a large spherical ball with little lightning rings swirling around it. I believe I will call myself Robotronics. I will be your main battle monster, Spaceship says. Uh, okay. Well, lead the way, Robotronics? Is, is that what you said your name was? Yes, Spaceship says, or Robotronics, as I might want to say. You follow Robotronics down a narrow pathway that leads through a forest. You wind left and right until you come to something that looks like a camp. Now, what could this be? What's that? Who's there? A voice from inside the camp says. A tent unzips and a colorful-looking, very strange character steps out. What, you? You think you can go through my camp without a battle? You have something else coming. Now, you will pay. Get them, Glygomorphin. The man presses a button on his watch. Suddenly, a bright light shoots out, and pixel by pixel, a little monster is rebuilt. Now, the monster that's created doesn't really look exactly like anything on Earth, but if you had to describe it, you'd probably say it was like a kangaroo mixed with a tiger. Who do you have? The man asks. Uh... Go Robotronics, you say. Robotronics, or, well, spaceship, flies out in front of you. Now it's time to attack. Use your fur spikes, yells the man at the other side. The kangaroo tiger creature bounces three times on the ground and then shoots up high into the air. Suddenly... All of its fur shoots out into a spike, almost like a porcupine. Then, all at once, every single one of the spikes begin to fly through the air, loop around in circles, and then head straight to spaceship. Luckily, all of the fur spikes just kind of bounce off a spaceship. I mean, being made of magic and metal, uh, well, 
let's just say the other animal didn't have a chance. All right, spaceship, do your attack, you say, not having any idea what spaceship has planned for this. Spaceship then begins to spin around in a circle. The circle gets faster and faster and faster, and as it does, it builds up bolts of electricity shooting out of its sides. Suddenly, Spaceship stops, and all of the electricity focuses into a single point at the front of the ship that shoots out and hits the other battle monster. The other battle monster gets struck by the lightning and falls down on the ground immediately. What? No, the man says. I must reform you. The man presses a button on his watch, and the light shines back out on the creature. Pixel by pixel, the creature's reabsorbed into the watch. Well, you are better at this than I expected. Here, take this, the man says. He hands you a skewer of food, some strange-looking meat and strange-looking fruit all mixed together. You take it for now and put it in your backpack, not really sure if you want to eat the strange food. Then you and Spaceship head back down the forest path. Well, Spaceship, uh, do you think we should try to catch some sort of other battle monster? I mean, you're pretty powerful in everything, but maybe it would help us fit in more. That is a good idea, Spaceship says. My research tells me that you must defeat a wild, battle, monster, or animal in order to earn its respect. Once you have defeated it, you can absorb it into your watch, Spaceship says. Well, cool. Let's keep an eye out for one. I suggest leaving the main path to find them, Spaceship says. Oh, well, good idea. You and Spaceship head off to the left of the trail, entering into the forest. You begin walking through tall grass, when suddenly, out of the grass, a snake jumps up in the air. It twirls around in the air in circles, as if it can fly. Then, after doing a strange series of loops, it shoots out a huge plume of ice breath of some kind. Spaceship instantly gets covered in ice and then falls to the ground. A big, solid block of ice. A uh, spaceship? Warm up or something, you yell. Spaceship begins to glow a bright red color. The ice around it melts and turns to water and then Spaceship floats back up into the air. Uh, good job, Spaceship. Now use that electrical attack thingy you did before. Understood, Spaceship says. Again, Spaceship begins to spin in circles, building up a huge amount of electricity in the air around it. Then, once again, it suddenly stops focuses the electricity into a large lightning attack that shoots out and hits the snake. The snake freezes in place and then falls to the ground. Uh, is it okay? You ask Spaceship. Yes, it has just been knocked out. Absorbing it into your watch should help heal it, Spaceship says. Okay, you point your watch at the snake and you press the button in the center of it. A bright light shoots out, scans the snake, and then begins turning it into some sort of digital rendering. The rendering is sucked into the watch, and a little icon appears on the top of your watch for the snake creature. Cool. You continue to make your way through the forested area when a large bird jumps out in front of you 
And we're not just talking any bird. We're talking a bird that's wingspan is much larger than a human itself. The bird flies up in the air, then suddenly dives down towards you with its wings tucked at its side. Just before it hits you, it spreads its wings out, grabs as much air as it can, and focuses it directly at Robotrix, or Spaceship as you really know him. A huge gust of wind shoots past Spaceship, making it difficult for him to stay in one place. But other than being disoriented, Spaceship seems absolutely fine. I guess a wind attack just isn't really that effective against a robot. Spaceship once again begins spinning around in circles, building up electricity and then focusing it into a single point and shooting it at the bird. But the bird jumps up higher into the air, missing the attack. And this time, it flies straight at Robotrix, but instead of spreading its wings out, it seems to solidify itself into a point like an arrow, with its beak sticking straight up. It slams itself into Spaceship, breaking the side of the ship just a little bit and slamming it to the ground. When it's done, it pulls Spaceship off of its beak and flies back up into the air. Spaceship is sparking a little, but he still flies back up into the air. That was not very nice, Spaceship says. Need to self-repeat. Pairs, Spaceship says. Oh no, what are we going to do? And then you remember the snake in your watch. I guess you'll have to do, buddy. Snake thingy. Uh, I pick you? You yell as you press the button on your watch. A light shines out of your watch. And the snake reforms. Once again, it begins magically flying through the air in all sorts of circles and loops. Then, its mouth lights up a bright blue color, and it shoots a huge plume of freeze breath right at the bird. The bird, who's currently flying up in the air, gets hit with the freeze breath. Its wings stop flapping, its beak stays in place, and it just falls out of the air like a big block of ice, smashing on the ground. The ice breaks around the bird on the ground. It tries to lift its head up, but it just wobbles left and right until it falls down on the ground. Uh, the bird says. You reach out your watch and you press the button in the center of it once again, and once again, the bird is scanned digitized and sucked back into your watch this is so cool you say you spend the rest of the day walking around the forest area absorbing as many of the different animals as you can and when you're done and spaceship has prepared itself back into working order you head back to a clearing well, Spaceship, that's probably enough for one day, you say. But we can come back here if you want to. Spaceship flies into the clearing and begins to glow. It grows and grows until it's its normal size and shape once again. It lands in the clearing and opens up the back hatch. You walk up the hatch and into the living room. It closes behind you and you gently lift up into the air and shoot back out into space. Would you like me to install a portal on this planet, Spaceship says. Oh yeah, we better do that, you say. Spaceship shoots something down at the planet below, and you watch as the little thing transforms into the shape of a portal, breaks into the ground, and latches itself there. Cool, you say. Spaceship jumps to super hyperdrive, and you sit down on the couch. 
You lay back on one of the pillows and turn on the TV. But you can't really pay attention to it because you're very, very tired from the day's adventuring. Your eyes begin to get heavy, so you just allow them to close. You pull the blanket off the top of the couch and spread it out on top of yourself. And with each out-breath, you allow yourself to drift away a little more. You let yourself sink down deeper and deeper into the couch. And you allow your mind to go wherever it wants to go, dreaming of new things and new adventures to come. Good night, everyone.